HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Welcome to Heritage Radio Network on tour. This is Katie Mosman-Wadler. I'm the executive director of Heritage Radio Network. I am joined here by Hannah Forden, our membership coordinator. Welcome, Hannah. Hey there. Um, So we are doing a special broadcast today because we are um, finding it's really, really important to cover the California wildfires that are raging right now in Sonoma and Napa Valleys. And uh, there are so, so many food stories going on here as well. We know that many, many vineyards are being affected, and uh, it's still a developing story. But we're hoping to begin to cover some of the impacts of the fires. So we've gathered around some of the latest news clips that are relating to food, and we will continue to bring you this delivering, uh, I'm sorry, developing coverage over the next couple of days. So Hannah, can you jump in here and let's just talk about some of the basics of the story as we know so far. Yeah, so so far it looks like there are over a dozen wildfires raging across Northern California, and this is the third straight day. The fires started on Tuesday. Uh, the biggest ones are in the state's famous wine country, as you mentioned, in the Sonoma and Napa Valleys. Um, and according to CNN, 15 people are reported dead, 200 reported missing, and more than 20,000 people are being evacuated. Um, there are over 2,000 homes, businesses, and other buildings that have been destroyed, and at least 4,000 people who are on site uh, trying to extinguish fires and evacuate the people who need to leave the area. So it's definitely a scary time, and I don't think we're going to be able to see the full impact of this for for a while. Yeah, unfortunately, I think these are really preliminary numbers, and uh, we're going to be keeping tabs of these in the coming days. Um, Governor Jerry Brown of California declared a state of emergency yesterday, Monday, for Napa, Sonoma, Yuba, Butte, Lake, Mendocino, Nevada, and Orange counties, and requested a presidential major disaster declaration to help battle the at least 18 blazes that are burning throughout the state right now. So we at HRN have been anxiously trying to reach out to many of our contacts in the area. So, so many people who are affected by the fires are currently without internet, electricity, and phone access. So we are continuing to try to reach out, and um, really our thoughts are with everybody who's affected. Um, Right now we're going to give a little bit more information that we've gathered from officials. Sonoma County spokeswoman Maggie Fleming said today on Tuesday, I'm sorry, that reports have come via calls into their hotline possible that most of those who are reported missing are safe but can't be reached, but because of that widespread loss of cell phone service and other communications that we've been seeing. 
Yeah, so Fleming is asking uh, that people who do have access to internet mark themselves safe on social media or contact the Red Cross. That'll help everyone, you know, get a little bit of peace of mind. Uh, if they have loved ones or, like, we do a lot of um, amazing friends out there. Um, and the New York Times drew attention to the fact that President Trump has proposed a 21% cut to the Department of Agriculture's budget, including the Forest Service, and a 12% cut to the Department of the Interior, which runs some firefighting services. So I hope that everyone is getting what they need. So we are really, really interested here in covering the agricultural impact of the fires and uh, also the impact on local restaurant and food economies. So the full impact of the fires is not yet known, but many wineries and farms are at the center of the Sonoma and Napa, Napa Valley regions. According to numerous sources, including The Guardian, at least two wineries have been destroyed and that portions of another have already burned. We will likely have more information on the extent of the damage caused to California's wine industry as the week progresses. And just some background, about 12% of grapes born in California are grown in Sonoma, Napa, and the surrounding counties. Um, and according to uh, various news sources, most of the year's grapes have likely been harvested, but the remaining 20% are some of the most valuable of the harvest. Um, so that was a quote from Jennifer Putnam that The Guardian spoke to, who's the executive director of the Napa Valley Grape Growers um, and the Napa Valley Vineyard Trade Association. So they're still waiting to see how uh, smoke damage and uh, other factors are going to affect the harvest, but we're, we're keeping our fingers crossed it doesn't have too much of a negative impact on the industry. Yeah, and I think it remains to be seen uh, what's going to happen because of now the major ash deposits, the vines that have burned, what's going to happen for upcoming seasons, what the 2018 vintages will look like because of this as well. So we do have a guest on the line who I'd like to bring in now. Um, Brian Kenny is a longtime HRN supporter and friend, and he's in Berkeley. So we were able to get in contact. Brian, are you available on the line? Yeah. Can you hear me okay? You sound great. Hey, Brian. Okay, good. So Hi. thank you so much uh, for joining us on HRN on tour. Uh, I'd love to know a little bit about what it's like in Berkeley right now and what effects of the fires you're feeling there. Well, it's really smoky. Um, you know, I live in Alameda. I work in San Francisco. I've been Berkeley for a meeting this afternoon. Driving over the Bay Bridge, it was extremely smoky. And the wind has changed a little bit. It cleared up the air a little bit here in Berkeley. I, you know, I think that I was here in Berkeley as an undergrad when the uh, Oakland Hills fire happened. That was in 1991. And um, what... You know, we get winds in California in the fall. You have in summer in Southern California, you have the Santa Ana winds. We have these winds here. Um, but what happens is, and especially after this winter, we had a very wet winter. There's a heavy fuel load, a lot of grass. And um, when you look at a picture of California in the summer, you have that golden grass, mm. um, the, the golden face. So... Uh, but you know, once the once the fire starts and there's a little wind, you just have real quick burning hot fuel, and that uh, fire moves really quickly, and it's really scary. I have a lot of friends up in Napa and Sonoma, and and I haven't heard back from any of them, so I don't have a whole lot to add to what's going on up there, other than what I've read. But I think 
you know, when you look at in California where we have dry summers and we had a wet winter and um, you have a little wind and a fire, there's no humidity right now. So it's really the worst possible set of conditions for something like this to happen. And I think it's, it's an unmitigated tragedy. We don't know what the full effect of it was. I read this morning it was 73,000 acres so far, but you know, I don't know what the estimate wow. is now. But wow. It's scary. It's very scary. And, Brian, I think one thing that um, people haven't really been talking about so far in the news coverage of the fires is uh, the impact on other types of agriculture. You're the technology manager of Hearst Ranch, which is huge, but you guys, um, your cattle are further south. I was wondering if you have any um, information. We've got some numbers here that uh, the Sonoma County farms are home to 30,000 dairy cows and 35,000 sheep and goats, according to the county crop report from last year. So have you heard anything or, or are you aware of uh, any um, anything that's happened with uh, domestic livestock up there that way or um, any measures that farmers were able to take uh, as far as evacuating livestock? No, I don't. I mean, I don't have any any real information there. I can say anecdotally looking at the map, it looks, certainly looks like people that that I know have would would be affected. If I, I don't know, you know, again, I don't know. I know how quick, you know, the reports are. I mean, the, of how quick the fire progressed from when it started. And I, I want to be optimistic, mm-hmm. but it sounds incredibly dire. Yeah, and wow. evacuating livestock is no small matter, especially if your cattle are out on the range. You have to go gather them, and or in the you know in the, in the case of dairies, maybe they're a little more concentrated. But whatever the case, no, this isn't. Nobody has a a perfect exit strategy for something like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly so not is, when you've got animals. Yeah, there's an article of faith that if you if you mind your fence and you keep things under control on your property, that you'll be okay. But um, it's just that it's an article of faith, and uh, it's you know that's that's where for me that's what makes it such, such a dire thing. Mm-hmm. There's there's no quick way to get it get a, to evacuate a farm, you right. know. Yeah. So. Well, Brian, our thoughts are with. Um, all of our contacts, your contacts, everybody in the Sonoma, Napa, Napa areas that are affected by these fires. I want to say thank you so much for calling into our show today, and uh, we'll definitely be in touch over the coming days. Yeah. And uh, if you hear of anybody who is able to access their phone or internet and uh, can help provide us some of these stories, we'd really love to hear and, and give those people a voice on Heritage Radio Network. So thank yeah. you and uh, look forward to talking more soon. You got it. Take care. Thanks. Take care. Stay safe, Brian. Thank you. So that's, um, you know, pretty crazy to think about what's going on with livestock as well as with the farms. We know that so many homes and farms are being destroyed. So uh, it's going to have a huge impact on the California economy. We've seen um, the Sonoma County crop report listed the value of their agriculture at close to $900 million dollars. And uh, a a big chunk of that is coming from livestock, also from vegetable farms, and, of course, from wineries. 
and the San Francisco Chronicle reported that the county also has somewhere around three to 9,000 medical cannabis farmers, which means that the industry's first legal crop in California could be dramatically impacted. Yeah, so that's like a burgeoning uh, industry in the agriculture system in that area that could uh, also be hit. And um, I think this was, these numbers really were insane that according to courts, uh, to replant just one acre of vines in Napa Valley would cost between 15000 and $25,000. Um, Hannah, we've actually got another guest on the line. We have Adam Mariani from Scribe Winery in Sonoma. Adam, are you there? Hi, guys. How are you doing? Hi, Adam. Thank you so much for calling in today. How are you? We're doing pretty well, all things considered. Um, obviously, there's been better better weeks in Sonoma and Napa, but uh, everybody's kind of charging through it right now. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm just getting... A little bit the updates. Um, appreciate Michael Harlan Turkel putting us in touch. So, um, tell us about your winery and how you've been affected by the fires. I guess, and we're lucky that we're able to get you on the phone right now. Yeah, so we're in in the southern part of Sonoma, kind of right on the Sonoma Napa County line, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, one of the the first areas to get to get hit by the fires. Um, obviously, there's multiple fires all around both counties, uh, but ours was one of the, the earlier ones, and um, it's kind of passed through us now, and it's moved on to some other areas that are that are currently in the thick of it, fighting those flames. Um, and the neighbors all around us have been hit hit fairly hard, uh, homes lost, um, and I mean, yeah, wineries are are one thing, and vineyards are one thing, but there's a lot of residences up in the hills. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in other neighborhoods that have gotten gotten hit bad. One fortunate thing for for a lot of wineries is that they have vineyards planted around their buildings, and vineyards uh, are, are fairly effective fire breaks, considering that they're irrigated, uh, uh, living plants with a lot of green foliage. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to catch fire, and um, especially if if uh, you you know you've mowed your the ground recently or. We fortunately were even preparing to to put in our cover crops for the winter, and so we had dissed our whole vineyard, and so it made a, a kind of one large vineyard or fire break. Oh, um, wow. With that said, wow. we saw, we saw one, one resident that uh, was kind of exposed, and and the fire came within just a few feet of the building, and we were lucky enough to have. Uh, Cal Fire from down in San, Santa Clara, a little over two hours away, you know, drive up in the middle of the night. And and fortunately, they chose our driveway to drive down. They could have driven down a lot of other driveways. But, uh, they, they've been here for the past two days, kind of helping us get through it and fire away from our building. Good. We're I'm grateful. So, yeah, I'm glad to hear it. Um, so to tell our listeners here in New York who, you know, we've been hearing accounts of smoke traveling as far as, you know, south of Los Angeles. But what does it look like when you look out the window and you go for a drive? Um... Hey, it, it, it looks like it, it's the thickest fog you've ever driven in. You know, you uh, you can't see, you know, maybe visibility is a few hundred feet at best. Wow. Um, so a lot of, you know, especially kind of agricultural properties can, can have – you know, natural lands around it, so they can be quite large. So there's areas of our property that we can't even see yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's just thick, 
thick, dark smoke, and we, uh, you know, everybody's walking around town and driving around town with respirators on. It's a little apocalyptic, but wow. the, the community here is it's pretty close, and so a lot of a lot of neighbors and people in the community are, are you know, if their properties are safe, they're out on the roads trying to get the other other properties that might be in danger and help everybody out. So. Wow. You kind of look around and you can see the uh, all the hills around us just cloaked in smoke, and you just you can only imagine what's happening underneath all that. It's it's almost unbearable to imagine. Um, and Adam, I understand that you know you've been working really closely with Cal Fire and the local departments. I understand that many other people in the community also are um, you know working on the ground and trying to fight these fires. Do you know, is it too early to tell, are there any organizations or um, departments that could use support from any of us on the East Coast through donations um, that we can call attention to? I don't, I don't know any off the top of my head. Everybody is still in the, the I don't know, you call it panic mode, I guess. It's still in the, the save lives and save, save homes mode. Mm-hmm. Um, get people to safety and not so much energy yet is being put towards uh, getting, getting you know, aid and relief to, to those people once they've been removed. Sure. Uh, I'm, I, you know, uh, San, uh, Sonoma City Council or Sonoma City or Santa Rosa City or Sonoma County uh, offices, I'm sure, would have plenty of, of contacts to, to put in touch with, but... Next time, next time you're driving down the road and there's a fireman standing outside with his food out, asking for donations, give them, give them, give them a little love. Yeah, give them all you got. Yeah, um, that's thank you, Adam, and that's um, that's a great call for anybody driving around anywhere in the country, but especially in California right now. So um, we will look for some additional resources, and we'll be putting those out on the HRN on tour thread as well. Uh, Adam, I want to say thank you so much. I understand this is a, a really emotional and difficult time, and you had a really close call, and we're so glad that you're okay, and we're so glad that you called into our show today. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me on. And there are a lot of people who aren't as fortunate as we are, and so our thoughts are with them. And, and as soon as the the fires die down and the smoke clears, uh, I know a lot of people would would love to have the continued support and visitation of everybody out there. And Sure. Well, maybe we can touch base again later in the week to to see how you guys are doing and if there are any updates. Absolutely. Thank you for covering it, the, the situation here, too. Thank you so much, Adam. Well, we'll talk to you soon and look forward to being in touch more. And uh, please stay strong, and, and our thoughts are with everybody in the area. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. You Thank too. you. Thanks. Wow, so um, glad we got that chance to talk to Adam from Scribe Winery. Um, it's just really devastating to think about what these impacts have been. Um, it's look, Hannah, you have a list of some yeah, organizations. So I was just I'm I'm trying to do a little bit of research. I know it, it is early yet, but um, uh, for NBC Bay Area, they have a list of uh, evacuation centers. Um, where they do need, you know, just basic supplies, diapers, uh, canned goods. Um, and uh, there's a list online uh, at nbcbayarea.com. Um, so if you are interested in, in sending just 
hard items, cash donations. Um, there's a list of addresses uh, that you can look into. Awesome. Thank you so much. Can you repeat the URL, nbcbayarea.com? Yes. And uh, let me see. So, yeah, they just have an article that's called Supplies Needed to Aid Sonoma Fire Refugees. Um, and that has some more information. It also has a list of suggested items. Um, and you can probably contact the city of Sonoma directly as well for recommendations. So these cash donations are going to be really important in the next coming days. And then I think that we're going to uh, be on the lookout for what happens in the wine industry. I think uh, recovering from the damage that's happened in those wineries and farms in the area, not to mention the homes and restaurants, is going to really be um, just an enormous expense to replace. According to courts, to replant just one acre of vines in Napa Valley costs between fifteen and $25,000. Um, one acre is really not that much for a large-scale winery. So, um, you know, these are just enormous costs, and not to mention the, um, the homes and the history and the old growth vines that have been destroyed and the lives that have been lost during this tragedy are um, really, really awful, and we're just beginning to get the, the full story out of this. So we will be back with continuing coverage of these fires on HRN on tour, and we'll follow up with our weekend review in the re- weekly show HRN Happy Hour as well. So please stay tuned, um, follow our thread, and our thoughts are with everybody affected If you'd like to get in touch for our next taping, you can reach out via email to info at heritageradionetwork.org. We'd love to have you join us on the air, or if you'd like to send us your updates via email, happy to share those with our listeners. So please stay tuned. My name's Katie Mosman-Wadler. This is Heritage Radio Network. I'm here with my co-host, Hannah Forden. And um, stay safe, everybody. Please stay safe. Check us out, heritageradionetwork.org, for more coverage. Thanks.